everybody, and welcome to the Reading Crossbow Podcast. I'm Lena, and this is my buddy Rob, and we're super excited to bring our very first actual episode about books to you. Our first one was our origin story. I'm excited. You excited? Oh, I'm, I'm very excited. I think I have a doozy for you. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, well, as a refresher, how this works is every month, month-ish, uh, we pick two books. I pick one, Rob picks one, and what we do is we try to bring something a little different to each other. Rob typically likes your grim, dark kind of sci-fi fantasy. I'm a bit guilty of liking your YA kind of easy reading, maybe some fairy smut in there type of fantasy. So this is a way for each of us to experience something a little bit different, and maybe you will too. You know, for, for both us and for yourselves, this might be a way for you to expand your own reading interests. You know, I certainly have not enjoyed as quite a few of the books that you have, and I'm co very confident you have not enjoyed m many of the ones I liked. Yeah, I probably haven't, but still excited to bring you my book, which is our first up to talk about. And I have chosen, drumroll please, totally wasn't influenced by book talk, I promise. Fourth Wing. Uh, Fourth Wing is by Rebecca Yaros, and I did not know this at the time when I picked it, but is actually a series or is going to be a series. And you and I have talked about this a little bit. I don't usually read books unless the series is done or it's going to be done by the time I finish it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually a lot the same way. I tend to pick, I try, I, I personally try to read books where the series is at least already complete or at a good, st good stopping points. Like a trilogy is done because, you know, I've been burned by, by authors that are unable to complete their series. And I try to avoid that. Does that rhyme with Smartin at all or? Or Rothafus. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, we do know that the second book is well on its way to being out. It's actually going to be published on November 7th. And this is a, I want to say, yes, New York Times bestseller, Amazon bestseller, multiple bestsellers list. Uh, this book was selling out everywhere. Um, it's one of those books that when you walk into Barnes & Noble, which is where I purchased it, um, you see it on the big center shelf, like, a huge pile of books they're they're featuring this book so that's how popular this book is um, the cover is very attractive gold shiny uh, those of you who watch my origin story know I super love collecting really nice books hard hardback books um, and I love a good beautiful book and the cover of this one is particularly attractive Rob because it says fly or die <laughs> well, that's what that's at least a promising start yeah, right? So, that, I mean, that's got to be interesting. There's some grim dark for you. It says die on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> that's compelling. <laughs> All right. So let's get into a bit to why I chose this book for Rob. And the, one of the main reasons I chose it is I have a friend that I follow. She used to work with me back uh, at Blizzard in my Blizzard days. <clears throat> and she has a very interesting Twitter page where she posts book that, books that she reads. And she probably reads like 15 or 20 books a month this girl reads so many and this was one of her like best books she's read in a long time you have to read this book and I bought it right then and there like I, I got up I was gonna go to uh, the store anyway so I was like I'm gonna go buy that book and I'm 
always going to buy books. So uh, I ran out and I picked it up. So I picked it up just because my friend said so, essentially. All right, so after getting the book, I looked a bit more into it, and I found out something, Rob, that you cannot make fun of me about now. I'm not sure if you know this. Okay. It's not YA. Are you proud of me? Oh, I'm, I am proud. Yeah? Do you know what it is? Uh, YB? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got me. That's, that's super good. So YA stands for Young Adult. Uh, and this is what's called new adult, which makes me feel super young and fabulous, by the way. And are my books old adult? <laughs> what's, so, what's so funny is there's another name about that they, they're calling this particular group of books, and I can't remember what it is. I saw it on Wikipedia, and it might be like, it's not mature adult, but it's something along those lines, and it, it made me feel older. So new adult sounds very snazzy and less like I have to be so like nervous that the comments are going to fill up with my, you know, crazy fairy smut book choices. So this is promising. And very reflective. Oh, That's yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the thing about New Adult is it's supposed to be 18 to 29. An interesting fun fact also might help bump us up in the algorithm if we're at all concerned with that. We are. Um, is there's a very popular... Um, young adult, well, I shouldn't even call her young adult. There's a very popular, um, uh, author right now on Book Talk. You might have heard of her. Her name is Sarah J. Moss. Have you heard of her? No. So not surprised you haven't heard of Sarah J. Moss, but she writes some of the most popular books out there right now, um, that I would typically would have said young adult until I read her last series. So I started off reading, um, her throne, her throne of glass series, which is somewhat innocent in terms of like sexy escapades um but it's in there it's definitely in there um and i think it was like a, a great kind of like adventure and if you're used to reading young adult like stuff like city uh of ashes like the, the mortal instrument series they don't really have a lot of sex in them and if they do it's done in a way that is like um almost like educating young adults right they, they're usually waiting till they're 18 or it's done in this moment that the yeah those would, characters are ready for i it. wouldn't expect explicit sex scenes in a ya book well that's the interesting part of where i'm going with this so sarah j moss i read the throne of glass series and i was like this is on the edge of ya i actually know a local author here we're actually going to get to one of her books in the future but i know a local local author i was having coffee with and i was like would you call this ya and she was like, no, uh, no, have you read her A Court of Thorns and Roses series, which popularly is called Akatar, if you get on Book Talk. So it's A Court of Thorns and Roses. And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, if you like sexy elves, but you've got to read yourself some Akatar. And I was like, okay. And she's like, that should absolutely, absolutely not be in YA. But problems were, like libraries in particular, who they were putting this in YA and YA is typically like for teenagers, but a court of uh, thorns and roses gets very much into super explicit sex. Like it is basically like pornography in a book. And as I'm reading it, I'm like embarrassed. Like my husband's going to walk in or maybe I want my husband to walk in. I don't know. But like that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to add that to our list. Okay. I promise you. I'm not saying books won't get close, but like I read that and I was like, Whew. 
wow, girl knows how to girl knows how to tell some fiction. Uh, <laughs> so anyhow, um, that relates to this author a little bit because um, this is in the genre of what they're calling new adults. So I'm going to guess that there's some more of this kind of, you know, sexy content. Um, because what's happened with Sarah J. Moss, for example, and I'm not putting down Sarah J. Moss. I don't want any of the Sarah J. Moss book dog people to come chase us in the comments. The books were great. Okay, the books were great. They were super smutty. Holy mother. But yeah, definitely not putting down Sarah J. Moss. But anyhow, um, the books have been taking off in the media because um, I don't, I'm not sure if I can quote like Barnes & Noble or the big box stores like that have had to move them. So now we're getting this really interesting thing happening in, in, in book organization in the big stores where they don't know what, where to put her. Um, so when I went into Barnes & Noble recently, A Court of Thorns and Roses is now in the same section as like your Brandon Sanderson and all your other sci-fi books, which it just almost seems kind of out of place there. So I, it's def isn't there yeah, isn't there like a you don't you don't think it would fall into like the romance section? No, because there these books are like seven eight hundred pages. They're hefty big books, and the majority of the content is really interesting, well written, most ish, uh, sci-fi, fantasy, adventure. Um, mystery, uh, magic, and it's very, very fun to read. It's what really pulled me into her writing. And then you get like a couple pages of the dirtiest, filthiest, wish your partner was some sort of magical beast that could throw you against a wall. I am not kidding. Sorry, listeners, but it's true. Um, that's in there, but it's not that many pages. It's just that when it happens, it happens. So, yeah, so it's interesting, and I think we're going to probably talk about this a lot on our series, about how the sci-fi genre is changing, and how these YA, or pushing YA authors, are, are changing the genre, which for me, in some ways, is for the better. Um, <clears throat> because, for example, I told you I recently read Sanderson, and his books had not a drop. Like, the two characters have so much tension in the books, and you're just dying you're dying for them to even kiss each other never happens never happens and i'm just like broken about it but i promise i'll get back to this book this book is called new adult it is in the ages of 18 to 29 so i think we're gonna get some of that and this book has been described as sexy dark academia aesthetic darkest academia yeah dark academia sexy dark academia well, that's gonna be that's That'll be funny when we get to my choice. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Well, um, if yours isn't bringing the sexy, apparently mine is. So, uh, excited about that. Uh, the sequel releases for this book, uh, Fourth Wing, I, I said it earlier, November 7th, it's going to be called Iron Flame. So, uh, there's four books in this series. I have no idea how fast she's writing them. I do know that this one came out in May. Um, but I don't know when she started writing it. So so no idea. Um, we'll, we'll let the readers know, our listeners know, if we're actually going to read the second book or not. I guess it just depends on if, if you like this one. But it does kind of time well with our next episode. So we'll see. But um, this is a good time in the show while I can see Rob's a bit like processing all of this like fairy sexy stuff. We're going to show you some examples of Fourth Wing on Book Talk. He finally got to the spicy part of Fourth Wing. 
She's a good girl on the outside, but a bad girl when the mood's right. In the moonlight, she becomes this naughty little thing. So after after reviewing that nightmare that's coming my way, I guess it's time to look at the look at the my selection for us to read, and it is the Poppy War by R. F. Kwong. This this book had shown up on quite a few of the lists of um, top grim dark novels. Um, in fact, it's it actually won a lot of awards, which is interesting considering. It is the first novel for this author. What really got me interested in this is that the when I saw a review that said that this what while this was a sword and bow and castle type of story, it was kind of retelling the Jap Japanese and China Japan China portion of World War II. That, um, which is a particularly dark period of, of history. Um, and if they're fictionalizing that, I'm, I'm really interested in where this is going to go. Yeah, I'm not hearing you say anything sexy. And that's a problem? <laughs> well, I guess we're going to have to balance that. We, we don't even know if mine is that bad okay i went on a tangent earlier with some sarah j moss but it might not be so yeah i guess maybe we do need to get some clanking of some swords and whatever they're doing here daggers but the reason why i mentioned that you said dark academia is that it um according to the the, the blurb the book does take place largely in a military academy you know so. and i didn't bring this up earlier on mine i'm glad you brought that up because i went so much into the story online about the new adult stuff that this is actually an uh military academy style book as well uh the main character is going to a dragon riding military style academy to learn to become a dragon rider so we've both chosen books about uh, females right female protagonists going into some sort of academy to do some sort of military and or fighting training and we picked these out independently from each other oh absolutely i maybe we're not that different rob <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> uh, okay, so what what else? Why else did you pick this book? Part of what actually interested me in this book specifically is that I had recently finished a Chinese translated science fiction book um, called The Three-Body Problem. And it, it really... And I hadn't... And it was originally written in Chinese and was translated into English. And... It really gave me a different viewpoint or a completely new way of seeing science fiction so when I finished that series I was I was really interested in, in looking specifically for a Chinese fantasy series um, and so that would that and, and since I had seen this poppy war um, on these top 10 lists of grimdark series you should be reading um, that that really helped make the choice to it was now time to dive into that series all right so we have our books but which one should we read first well i guess since um you said the sequel for your books coming out in november how how about we just do the poppy wars first and then we'll be we'll do the fourth wing right around the time your your sequel's coming out 
that sounds actually pretty good because I just finished up some Sarah J Moss. So I might, I might want a break from my, I'm calling it new adult and we're going to go into the Poppy Wars. So that's, that's actually good. I'm, I'm very intrigued by this, um, like the story set in this like Chinese culture. Um, I know it's fiction, but I have not really read any type of novel like that. So I'm super excited. And then if you all want to follow along with us, we're going to link these books in the description. So make sure to check those out. And then what's next is going to be my halfway point. So we're going to start reading these and how this works is I'm going to check in with you. Once I get halfway through the Poppy Wars, we're going to do an episode every week. We're going to publish on Fridays. So this episode's coming out today. Thanks for watching. And then the next episode will be out next week when I'm going to cover my halfway point, let you know how it goes. And then we're going to wrap up on the following episode as we both give you our opinions on the Poppy Wars. Yeah. And we'll try to get, we'll give you our most honest opinion. Um, and you know what, whether we liked it, whether or not we're even interested in proceeding on with the series. And we'll do our best to not give spoilers. So whenever I do my halfway review of this book, I'm going to do it in such a, a way that should entice you to want to read. I mean, we all probably grew up with, you probably know the show on TV that got us into reading. And that's kind of what we're hoping this show would, will do for you is inspire you to pick up a book and read again. So my halfway point is going to come out soon. Um, and I won't give away any spoilers, but on our final episode, Rob, we might get into a bit of stuff and we'll, we'll probably put up some spoiler notices for that, right? Yeah, where it's necessary to critique and review the book. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining us on our first actual episode about books. If you watched the Origins episode, thanks again. If not, go back and watch that. It's pretty cool. Make sure to follow us on social media. All those links are below. Join our community. Joining our community is the biggest compliment that you can give us. And our community can be found on Discord. If you join our Discord, you can give us input on books that you want us to cover or read in the future. And you can follow along with us and get our impressions on our halfway points probably before we post the video because we're going to be talking to you there as well. Uh, so if you don't like and subscribe, I'm going to make Rob watch all of Battlestar Galactica in Chinese. So make sure to like and subscribe. Please. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank you.